Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Into the four o'clock, four o'clock hour we roll. Tony Lynn Jr., Chris. He Ella. said o'clock. Is there a rooster in here somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to throw us off the trail. Do the best I can. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. My Is there pleasure. a rooster in here? That was good, Chris. <laughs> yeah, a little tongue-tied there. It happens occasionally. 401 on the clock. Oof. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. We do indeed have a Chris versus the fans headed your way. But a little twist today. No Vegas qualifier. Instead, Pair of Green Day tickets at Petco Park for September on September twenty eighth. Not a bad prize, by the Not way. Not a bad prize at all. By the way, Marcus McNeil, fantastic in studio. Really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. He's he's amazing. He I is. think all these Auburn guys, they must all be great. Barkley, Something about Marcus Auburn, McNeil. Huh? Yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going all in on Auburn. I always these wanted days. to go to Auburn for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, until there's I found a, there, there's it was good, far away from California. There's a there's a lot of good <laughs> it's passion. Not, it's, yeah, it's not, not geographically close. desirable no, no. <laughs> if you grew up in Southern California. Uh, who I played with at Auburn? Played with a couple of Auburn guys. Gabe Gross went to Auburn. He played quarterback there. Frank uh, Thomas went to Frank Auburn. Frank Thomas hmm. is an, an Auburn, Auburn first baseman. Bo yeah. Jackson. Bo Jackson, Auburn. pretty good Auburn athlete. Yeah, not bad. Charles Bart. We already did Charles Bart. Cam Newton. Newton. They got some good ones there, man. They no, do. no joke. Yeah, what about getting Charles Barkley on the show? Scrape. I have told you. I have tried. <laughs> well, tell us again. Because I, I, I have remember. tried. I have contacted How many his times agents? have you tried? Because you're the same type of person who says a lot of people say when it's only one person. I've contacted So maybe you tried once. I have contacted his agent. I have DM'd him on Twitter before, which yeah, I that, know he did. The didn't DM see. on Twitter didn't work? Uh, no, it Dang. didn't. I don't know that he checks his DMs, but it probably went something along the lines of, hey, hello, Mr. Barkley, <laughs> which is immediate like delete for those guys. Um, I've tried a few different times, Chris, and it's just not. Well, it's, what, like, no, it's like, like talking like to a wall. TNT doesn't have. Uh... I have tried for them, too, but they declined me one time. And the last time I asked for <laughs> another person, we got declined. They declined like, sorry. No, they what, say what are you, a credit card. No, they say <laughs> actually, I, it's probably still in my email. But they say uh, thanks for reaching out and thinking of us. However, at this time, we are going to pass. And I'm like, uh, every time I immediately get angry for some reason. <laughs> and Fair then enough. I, then I calm down. Fair enough. Um, okay, let's uh, get to some Chris versus the fan. 
you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself? Howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. Wow. That was really loud. Anyway, you have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you are eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you're a first-time player, let us know before we get into it, and you will get the first question for free this time. And as Tony said, if you win, you will win a pair of tickets to Green Day at Petco Park on September 28th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. on Ticketmaster.com. Very good. Yes. Tony did Gwen versus the fans yesterday, Chris. How did it? And I, I didn't even answer. Oh, that's right. It was a clean, clean sweep by sweep. Cesar. Yeah. Cesar with a sweep. Yes. Cesar with a Cesar. sweep. Yes. Good job out there. Okay. Let's get to our first contestant. Edgar. Welcome to the show, Edgar. How are you? Doing well. And yourself? Doing well. Awesome. Here we go. Awesome. First, nice. first time player, by the uh, way. We were waiting for it. First time player! I was waiting for it. Here we go. First, qu- second question. Excuse me. Oh, somebody dug deep on these ones. In 1973, the Oakland Raiders took Ray Guy with the 23rd pick in the first round. This unprecedented move was the first time a player at what position was selected in the first round? Wow, I have no idea. I was born in 1990, and I hate the Raiders, but I'm going to go with... Think least likely to be drafted in the first round. Uh, Listen to this guy. First round, a kicker? Kicker! Why didn't that go? Hold on. Hold on. Sorry for the dramatic Kicker! Stay there, Edgar. Close. I know. Yeah, I know Ray Guy. He was amazing. One of the best punters in the history of football. Raiders Sorry, uh, Raiders never rude that decision either. Like, Ray Guy was that good of a punter for them that they always uh, – nobody ever criticized that it, pick. It didn't work out as well for the Florida State kicker. Uh, Janikowski. Janikowski. Yeah, not quite no. the same impact. But Ray – the funny thing about Ray Guy is he probably averaged 10 yards less per punt than the guys are nowadays. Yeah, for sure. But in those days, he was – he dominated the game. All right, let's get to our next contestant. Andre, welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday. Andre. Hello, Andre. We hear you. Hello. Andrew. Oh, well, that's probably why he didn't uh, actually your, answer. Your, your screener says Andre. <laughs> it's okay. Andrew. My Andrew, bad. welcome to the show, my man. How are you? Thank you. First time player. First, First time player. Second question. What is the nickname or mascot for the University of Tulsa? Uh, the who? No, that's Oklahoma. <laughs> you can keep guessing. That wasn't your final answer. I don't know. That's my best guess, Sooners, but that's wrong. All right. Sooners. <laughs> Incorrect. I know this. L.O. for the steal. Uh, Golden Hurricanes. He did know it. What? Are we holding him to that? I think so. I think that's what it's called. 
What what are they? You you said golden hurricanes? Oh, the the hurricane? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's fine. That's fine. We'll move on. We'll Andre go, stay I feel alive. like I'm going to be Andre, yelled at later for this. We're going to question number three. <laughs> I had no idea that there was no S on the end of that. The so. stickler comes through for yeah. you. Well no, stickler I'm I'm looking you. to make sure and it says why is it the golden hurricane? Why yeah, are they called the we'll, That's we'll, a good ta- trick question. No, no. I, I did not know. <laughs> there it is. And there it is. What? There we go. It's a good question. <laughs> question number three, Andrew. What former NFL quarterback was the first to complete 400 passes in a season? Drew Brees, 400 passes. Incorrect. Hello for the steal. I don't know. I don't know how many 400 passes is. Like, I don't know how many they complete these days. So, uh, you know, there was a Johnny Unitas time. There was a Fran Tarkinson time. There was a Dan Marino time. Here, you uh, want me to give you... Uh, no, 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 no. no okay, You've been giving out hints, too. I, yeah, I, I wanted to even the playing field. That's because you feel bad about your taking them to, to task on an S. Yeah. That's why you're doing it. I'm trying to even the playing field. No, I don't even the playing field. Um, 400 passes. Uh, Johnny Unitas. Unitas! We have wow, ourselves a winner. Andrew. Andrew, hang on the line. The answer... Was the Houston Oiler Warren Moon? Moon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I have no idea. I feel like Chris is going to uh, beat me up in the I break. mean, it was kind of a sucker. It was kind of a sucker move. I'm, I'm not going to beat you How up. How is that? You made your decision. Hurricanes, you have to live with it. Hurricane. But if we had a caller, I would have done the same thing. Would you have? I would have. I don't think you would. Stay there, Andrew. I'll Andrew, you the you're break. the winner. So yeah, good, just, good on you. Good Andrew. on you. Despite I definitely would have being called and Andre the first <laughs> segment. You you're good. Hang on, Scraby will get you. I think you would have definitely in the same way that you were willing to give hints to uh, the, the contestant, the last oh. contestant. You yeah. uh, you practically gave him the answer. You, you said make sure you pick a position <laughs> that is the least <laughs> likely to be drafted in the first round. I felt bad. He was only born in 1990. Right. Well, that's our well, point. Is that you? Uh, but you didn't feel bad about Golden Hurricanes versus Golden Hurricane. But the name is Golden Hurricane. Yeah, Truche. You're. I mean, you're, you're you are by the letter right. of the law. Yeah, you are correct. You are right. Yeah, we got to give it to you there. <laughs> you you got to give it to me there. You know, ever since you guys made me bring up what happened with my car, it. it you, like, you, you think I've been angry. I don't, I don't know, understand you, what you're angry about with your car. You're going to get it sold. What What is upsetting you right now? The fact... That you had to wait 48 hours to get what, it? No, it's not. I wasn't at my house when the guy showed up. So you're upset and you, didn't get, a, you upset. didn't get a warning call. I didn't get that. I'm also upset because the people on the chat on the stream are saying I'm a Karen now and... What was it, Matt? Matt, Matt. Uh, there's multiple people that are... No, oh, uh, oh, Scarin, oh, Scarin, not Scarin, yes. it's Matt Matt Scarin. Matt Scarin. <laughs> I don't think this makes me a Karen. <laughs> Listen, minus the, the racist part, you do have some of the... Uh, Karen qualities? Karen qualities. I do not have any Karen qualities. Are you kidding me? I just want, I just want fairness for everyone. That's you do. Nate on the and chat you're, said, And you're willing to police it yourself. Yeah, of course. That's, that fits into the caring category. Nate on the chat said, Scraby, try Chuck, or Charles Barkley, around the Farmer's Insurance Open time. That's a good idea. Hey, my man. That's a good my idea. Man, that's the one in Arizona? 
No, that's here. Uh, well, I know Chuck, who, who last I checked, is an Arizona resident. Enjoys going to the what is that? The T. That is the, oh, uh, that waste, management. the uh, waste management. Waste management open. But I will try. There's some legendary that... stories about Chuck. Really? At the uh, waste management. Was he? Did it have to do with he... management, or did or it have to do, do with, with waste? waste. <laughs> <laughs> it tends to have to do with waste at that tournament yes, for everybody. I, do. I think to. that's exactly right. I, you know, my friends just asked me if because they're playing a trip out there for that, and they asked me if I wanted to go. And uh, you can't go, man. I, I I would highly object that you go to that. Well, it, I, I started... at least the last time I checked. Last time I checked. The waste management uh, attorney is is basically a party for two days, three days. Um, yes, a and booze party. So I started I watching. You should, you should. I started watching videos of the event, and um, they let people in. And by the time they got to the sixteenth, I believe it's the sixteenth. Oh, there's no shot. They were passed they're, out at five a.m. They're so barely. They're barely. There was walking there to was pictures point. of a man who was passed out on the way up the stairs. Yeah. So, so I don't I think imagine. I'm going to go. I, I don't imagine. think I'm going to go. That would be really fun, though. If, if the waste management for everybody who does know is the one where they enclose the hole and they have Was all of 16, the fans. Oh, 16, 16, right? Yeah. It's a par three. They have all of the fans just cheering you on while you're there. And uh, it, it's pretty crazy, got to yeah. say. No, no, they turn up that weekend for sure in Arizona. Speaking of golf, Tiger Woods was heard from today. Yeah. He, uh, he was? New team, yes. new team right? Said his uh, ankle is perfectly fine. Uh, right ankle that was fused together back in April. But he said it's the rest of his leg still remains a work in progress. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. I so. mean, he nearly had it taken away from him. So yeah, I, his I entire imagine. leg. There yeah. was serious talk of amputation. Yeah. Yeah, but all surrounding say. areas is where I had all my problems, and I still do. You fix one. Others have become – There's is. can we just – can he make an should he make an announcement and just retire I don't from the game? He, I don't think he wants to. He just does. He wants to give it a whatever chance I mean, there is for him to he's come. He's got back. his PGA Tour card for life, basically. I mean, how so. many majors is he short of, Jack? Three. He's, so he's not getting there. No, so. he's there's no way not. he's going to make no. that. I mean, he shouldn't even have fifteen, but he got fifteen when he won the Masters a couple years ago. And that was kind of crazy, wasn't it? It was really. All right, crazy. let's let's uh, let's get to. Oh, it's not me, is it? No, it is me. Let's get to break. When we come back, more Gwen and Chris. Here's some traffic. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, 4.20 is the time. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and that stickler, Matt Scravey, here with you from the Odyssey Palace Studios. Don't ever leave an S off a word out there, people. Scraby will come find you. He'll if I would have given it right to the contestant, Chris would have protested that, saying, no, it's actually just a golden hurricane. 
If you keep making fun of my voice like that, <laughs> I'm going to tell the tow truck driver to run over your car. Run oh, over my man. car. Yeah. He doesn't want you At to least get it will be taking it. up less space on the street. You get nothing for it and like it. <laughs> as far as we know, is the tow truck driver just still there sitting in your yard? <laughs> just chilling. Let me look at the cameras. Let me see. No way. I, he's not there. There's definitely no chat. You know, I was also thinking he's just faking me out saying he's there, but he's actually not there. No, I don't he probably left by now. I mean, how long ago was that he sent a message? Um, that was like an hour and a block. half ago. Yeah, no, You've been upset for an hour and a half yeah, straight. Yeah, my car is still there, and there is no tow truck driver. You've been upset for an hour and a half straight. Mad. No Just reason. mad, taking it out on contestants, calling them by the wrong name, taking it out on me. Andre was You did call him Andre, Andre. and he was His name was on He Andrew. was definitely going to stay silent until he heard Andre enough. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait a <laughs> second. Not it's me, man. Andrew. <laughs> Sorry about that, Andrew. Uh, we normally do our fantasy football odyssey check-in right now, but I don't really want to I don't really want to <laughs> You know, make fun of Scray because he lost a game. I mean, the fact of the matter is he's seven and two, and he's better than I am by a long shot. I'm really worried about things. Going Tony forward. won again this week. He's six and three. Uh, Chris finally won a game. He's three and six. This year, uh, week, uh, I play you, Scraby. Oh, so we will have Come our on, little Chris, showdown. I'm, help me get back in the first place here. Yeah, I will. I'll put my lineup in. After that, I can give you no guarantees. <laughs> you can throw nothing else. Help at that Tony's point. team that has scored the least amount of Listen, points this, in the league. He likes get the bringing, first place. He loves bringing this up. All I know oh, is I've won five in a row. That's all I know. You've won five. Be- wow, that's great. I believe you are what your record says you are. I believe that too. Which is why I'm walking around the face of this planet right now, feeling like a Mister Three and Six, because <laughs> that's what I am. I am what my record says I. am. If someone asked me, if you were to describe Chris by record, I would say three and six. So I would too. Dead on. By the way, in the survival football pool that we created, is Ben still in it? Ben is still in wow. it. Wow. He picked the uh, Browns last week. He is, uh, boy, he's so, not, is there, how many people there's are There's nine left. Nine left in the survival pool. We got pool. Boston Mike is still there. Easy Money is still there. Um, and some of these other names are just Other generic. contestants. Yes. All but right. Ben picked... Uh, Cleveland, good for, good for uh, last last week. Last we don't know who did. we picked this week because he probably hasn't it's picked yet. Secret. All right, well that's great. We started with well over 130, 50, 40 people, and uh, we're down to nine. Scraby and I lasted for about six or seven weeks, but uh, we've been out for the last couple of weeks. Ben is keeping alive the Odyssey Palace flag, as it were. Yeah, uh, Tony picked the Broncos back. In week two, Why, can you just lift me out of it? I he haven't said anything ever forget that for about this segment. You want to just come pick on me? He doesn't want to ever let you forget that. Ohio State remains the number one team in college football this week. Georgia the- number two, Michigan, Florida State, and then uh, Washington and Oregon are on the outside looking in, uh, just the way the powers of college football want it to be. The Pac-12 on the outside looking in. Here's what I don't understand, guys. Maybe you can help explain it to me. Washington is number five. Oregon at number six. Oregon is the top-ranked team with one loss. So of all of the teams in college football, they rank Oregon as the best one-loss team. Better than Texas, better than Alabama, better than Old Miss, Penn State, you name it, they're better than them. Washington beat that team. Yeah. So why is Washington not higher among the undefeated teams 
and I will continue to complain that Michigan is ranked at all based on the fact their most impressive win so far is the one they had over Rutgers. And Ohio State just beat Rutgers as an oh-by-the-way game. Michigan State finally plays a reasonably good opponent this Saturday when they play at Penn State. Michigan State or Michigan? Michigan does. But till this point, listen to Michigan's schedule to be third-ranked in the country. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, a terrible Michigan State team, and a terrible Purdue team. That's who they've beaten to be third in the country. That is what is wrong with college football. You got to play. You should have to play somebody to be in a playoff position like Michigan is, and they haven't played anybody. I, I, I just it drives me nuts. Yeah, I mean, drives me nuts. Again, we talk about it all the time, and the reason why that happens, and especially in football, is because they have a preseason ranking. Yeah, they, they, the they, only reason the number three is because they, they started, started number three. Exactly. They should. They should just do away with it. Yeah, and let it, let the just let the committees watch the teams as they come out with no pre-number judgment. Washington has beaten the same Michigan State team by about the same score, but has also beaten Oregon and USC, which are two teams that have been around the top 15, 10, 20 all year long. All year long, right. That is better than what Michigan's done. It's just simple. You compare the two resumes, Washington versus Michigan, to this point, eight games in, Washington is clearly superior to Michigan. Ohio, all those the the other five, four undefeated teams, or I should say, the other three undefeated right. teams, have played somebody. at least somebody. Yeah, Georgia's probably got the weakest claims, but they're in the SEC and they're knocking off those teams. So, you know, good for them. They beat a pretty decent Missouri team last week that, that had only one loss. I'm sorry, is his name really Boo? I was going to say Bob? the college football playoff selection director is named Boo. That's him. Screen. That's Boo. I can't take you seriously if your name's Boo. Yeah, well, I can't take <laughs> that's you. The, that's I, the character from Mario Brothers. I, I mean, can't take you seriously if you still have Michigan 3 and Washington 5. Fair enough. Fair Boo. enough. Well, maybe Washington. Boo's explaining, though, how they got there right now. We can't hear it. I know he is. But... We can't hear his stupid explanation. <laughs> maybe Washington. But I guarantee you his stupid explanation really comes down to the fact that Michigan was number two or three to begin Start the season. season. Yeah. Maybe maybe Washington was ranked a little bit lower explanation. because they, they were mean to Caleb Williams and they made him cry. Maybe that's why. And Caleb Williams has nothing to do with this conversation. Well, Washington beat USC. You know, the cry. funny thing is, is you're you're going to still pick on Caleb Williams probably for the him. rest yeah, of he, time he because he no. cried. But you've been pouting over there for an pouting. hour and a half. Not been pouting. Been you pouting, have son. too. You've been like a two year old who had your car taken away from you. I or not picked up. One of the two. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he was pouting nonetheless. You've been all upset over there. You've been in a mood all day. I have not been in a mood all day. You yeah. know what? Everybody always you guys not everybody. You two say I'm in a mood when I'm like actually in a good mood. They're like, oh, screw no, he's screw in a mood it, today. Well, how many times? See what happens? They, how many which, times has he said today that he's cranky? Let me say let a me bunch say this, of times. What, what Scraby fails to realize is that we've been doing this now for five years. Too long, right? <laughs> we pretty much got a good idea when you're in a good mood, a poopy mood. 
or, you know, at some point your mood shifts. Today was a mood shift. You were fine, and then about an hour into the show, I don't know if it was right after you got the text message. No, it was. I I knew what the call was for. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yes, it was. What are you, admitting to the fact that there was a mood change? You just argued and said you were fine. Definitely a mood change. Yeah, I became more angry. (laughs) So that's a mood change. That's what I said. Brandon on the stream thinks he's real funny. He wants to ask you, Chris, where are the Golden Hurricane located? <laughs> the Golden Hurricane located? Yeah, yeah in, the, in the rankings. Oh, well, oh, where are they ranked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're in Tulsa. <laughs> it's not Tulsa. Diesel, no, just wants, Tulsa. Tulsa. Diesel yeah. wants to have a beer with you, Tony, after he buys you his breakfast burrito that he owes you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't do beer, and I can do one or the other, so... You can you can deliver the breakfast burrito whenever you want. A beer is definitely on the list of things I enjoy. You so. can call him seven six zero. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you want to come watch us on YouTube, you can go to YouTube ninety seven three the fan. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube ninety seven three page because you'll get to see all the things that Ben and Woods put up there. You get to see all the things that we're putting up there, uh, and then it will. It, once our shows go live, it'll tell you that it's the, live. The so good thing go about doing the show with you two is that it keeps me from drinking most of the time. Like we, like if we don't go you out, be an have, alcoholic without we, us. No, no, I didn't say that. I said <laughs> we don't go out and like have a beer because neither of you guys drink. So oh, I don't, I don't, don't want to be this lone ranger having a beer while you guys are having a club soda or whatever. Roundabout way, in a roundabout way, we're taking care of you. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, That's why I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. That sounds boring. It is. <laughs> my life Tony is, says, mm-hmm. "My life is boring unless I lose my keys at twelve thirty at night, and not boring get at all. Exciting as they did last night. I wish uh, I would have known. I would have like called to ask Chris if he found his keys yet, and he'd been like, now Chris would not have answered his phone. Would you oh, stop well. with my voice impressions? <laughs> They're so bad. I he can't even help even it now. He just, he just defaults to some voice that he has. It's different every time. Uh, we'll take a break. Scraby has a big." when Gwen and Chris resumes play. 4.37 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. Big five headed your way. Should be interesting. Scraby's in a, in a mood, as they like no, to I'm say. No, I'm not. <laughs> was that Scraby's was that voice? Right? <laughs> I never said I was in a mood. <laughs> See, that I just said like I'm me. angry. <laughs> I just like said Chris I'm upset, either. but I'm not in a mood. <laughs> How did I become a baby? <laughs> that's what it sounds I mean, like. Well, that's what it sounds like every time oh, you do my voice. I'm whining right. like a baby. I'm just saying, you know, there's that. I just want to say hi to Tommy on the stream. He's, Shout uh, out to Tommy. He's tuning in from Ardmore, Arkla. Ardmore, Arkla. Ask Tommy if he's how close he is to the Golden Hurricane oh. in Tulsa. Tommy, so how far Oklahoma are you from guy? the Golden Hurricane in Tulsa? <laughs> I'm going to actually map that right now because I have a second. So now, can do that. while you map that, do you, do you want me to send this to traffic before we get to the Big Five? Let's go to traffic. Let's do it. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. We got an answer from Tommy. Tulsa is about three-hour drive 
from Ardmore, wow. Oklahoma. Did not realize anything could be a three-hour drive in the Tol- state of Oklahoma. <laughs> Tol- hey, the Golden Hurricane, little ways, little ways yeah, away, north path. than I thought. It's, Off uh, the beaten path to the east of Oklahoma All City. Right. One time when I drove to when I moved to Cincinnati for a year, I drove there, and I drove through Oklahoma, and it was one of the most. Boring drives I've ever had in my life. No way. I listened to, no I, I scanned way. the radio in the middle of nowhere, and no joke, there was a car auction going on, and I listened to the car auction for about an hour. I literally don't think that's possible. That there's a car auction? No, that, that was the most boring drive you've ever been. You've driven from here to Arizona. Yeah, there's, there's stuff what, what? in Arizona. Okay, yeah. Like, what are you drive by when you drive from here to Arizona? That Scraby? little uh, helicopter gas station that they have the helicopter on the roof. You can I always stop and say <laughs> hi to the helicopter, you know? That's, that's the best you got. Um, I haven't done that drive as much as you. So, like, I've done the San Francisco to San Diego drive many, many, many times. There's a lot of good stuff to there's look at. There's a lot of stuff San there Francisco, compared to yeah. San, San Diego to Phoenix. I'll agree with Tony there. All right. There's a good two-hour stretch from San Diego to Phoenix where there is not Nothing. one thing. Just sand and dirt. Yeah. And rocks. Yeah, all these people who talk it. about overcrowding in the world and overpopulation. You can't live in plenty the desert. Of room. Why not? Build a city out there and go live out there. There's I mean, plenty of cities built in the desert. Just pointing that out. No, yeah. I, uh, yes, that was <laughs> a dumb comment. You, you definitely, you can definitely was a dumb do comment. You can do it, but it's not that easy. Oh, we have a mission of a dumb comment. <laughs> That's gonna have that's to a be, first. That's gonna have to be an open right that's there. That's a first. We're gonna need that. Uh, take oh, that four forty one. It's just too bad that I don't 20, have a spot. Twenty in the seconds. Open. That's oh, what I always the, say. You I can never make have a spot. You Mark can make that down. A spot. Mark that down. Number five. Could the Boston Red Sox reacquire Xander Bogarts just one season after he departed? Oh my lord! We know Bogarts signed an eleven-year, two hundred eighty million dollar contract with the Padres last winter, and at that point, it sounded as if he was going to retire out west with the Padres. But now, because we have heard about the Padres' financial issues, that has put you know some of that into jeopardy. USA Today's Bob Nightingale wrote over the weekend, "Quote: If the Padres have to make some tough decisions, GMs say they wouldn't be surprised to see the." Padres dangle shortstop Xander Bogarts and outfielder Fernando Tatis Jr. in creative deals to avoid trading Juan Soto. Ooh, that opens a whole nother can oh, of worms. Wow. If you're gonna get rid of Fernando, you're I mean that that you're that's a crazy thought to even begin with. But Tony, is it inevitable the Padres unload one of their big contracts? There was a time where I would say yes, it is inevitable. But I don't know that that's the case. Uh, maybe it turns out to be inevitable. I don't know that I feel comfortable saying that right now. The interesting part is where the whole Red Sox part comes in in this. Because it seems very weird. The Red Sox <laughs> weren't willing to sign him when he was a free agent. And by the way, I think by most accounts, people thought the Padres overpaid for Xander Bogart. So now, after a year, they're going to go back and, and try to reacquire him at a number that is much higher than they thought he should get. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, the Padres, you know, possibly wanting to move a contract in order to keep Juan Soto, I, I can't put that out of the the, the realm either. Um, so, there's so much to be ironed out between now and February, and in Juan Soto's case, it's likely that part's probably not likely to get ironed out until next August, probably. So, um. I don't know if it's inevitable, but certainly a possibility.
Chris, is it inevitable the Padres unload one of their big contracts? I like Bob Nightingale. I've known him longer than any of us. I worked with him as a writer at the LA Times a long, long time ago. Seems to me Bob Nightingale shooting for clicks these days. <laughs> I can't say that. that anything he puts out there is impossible. <laughs> Everything's possible. Word. But to to tell you to, to to actually put down on you know paper or you know tweet out somewhere that Xander Bogarts could be headed back to the Red Sox, that seems irresponsible. And to say that the Padres are looking to trade Jake Cronenworth, that seems irresponsible. Yeah, they're probably going to have to clear some money somewhere, somehow. They're not going to do it by moving Fernando Tatis Jr. after everything they put in to keep him and, you know, stand behind him. The, boy, are you going to give up on him now? That's, that's yeah. That's it just make doesn't sense. make any sense. So, after winning answer, a gold glove? To answer your question, any of it's possible. Right. I just don't think it's really responsible. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Clickety click click clicks. Click 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 click. Uh, you know you're not. This is when I know someone is being facetious, maybe because they're in the Sports Illustrated fan section. That's where I find these Bob Nightingale little articles. Once you make it there, we, we talked about this at some point. Dude, Sports Illustrated has had a massive, massive fall off. Yeah, yeah. it's like the fanatic. It has turned into something that if you'd have told me this twenty years ago, oh I, would, God, I wouldn't I would have believed, believed it. Like no. no way, I would have given anything to write for Sports Illustrated twenty years ago. That was like my holy grail. Uh, the Yankees are going back to the basics this offseason. Hal Steinbrenner recently said this in an interview when asked about things that need to change. One thing that was discussed in August is is bunting. I mean, I think Aaron Boone thinks that we're not teaching the young players to bunt enough. Um, what we do in player development players. is, you know, try to evolve with the game. Bunting is less a part of the game than it was 10 years ago. Um, you know, I looked it up 10 years ago. I think the, the average team bunted successfully, sacrificed bunts like 30 times in an entire season. Now that number's down to like 12 or 13. We bunted seven or eight times last year. We're right, right in line with the with the Texas Rangers. Oh my gosh! So yes, a few <laughs> years ago in player development, we kind of cut back on the bunting skills. But Aaron Boone feels it's becoming a bigger part of the game again. He feels it's important. So we're gonna we're gonna start right up again. You know, at the player development level. Did, does this sound Can like I go first, super? Please? Yes. Does it sound like he's super annoyed with Aaron Boone in that whole clip? I think that's just a Steinbrenner tone. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right, you go, Tony. Um, See, the problem with, you know, having owners speak on this is the issue isn't that teams are bunting more or less. At some point in the year, you're going to need to be able to get a bunt down. We saw it ad nauseum in the postseason, whether it was the Phillies, the Diamondbacks, the Rangers, the Astros. At some point, you're going to be you're going to need to be able to get one down. And if you're only teaching it in the times that you actually need it, you're not going to be good at it. And so the point isn't from Aaron Boone that he makes it sound as though, you know, when they say they're that buddy, are you showing me your phone? Is that the tow truck driver again? Tow truck driver's calling me again. <laughs> His face instantly went into a frown. Sorry. I just got over it, too. <laughs> the point is you have to cover all of your bases in order to have a chance to be a good team. 
And it's not the fact that they're in line with the rest of the league in terms of how much they do it. The question is, when you need to do it, can you? And if you're not working on it because you only need to, you know, during the regular season, only need to bunt seven to 14 times, as is what it <laughs> sounded it like. He right, you looked it, it up. That's not the point. You need to be able to execute. And so, you know, I'm glad that he's listening. It's, by the way, it's mind-blowing to me that the organization is like, you know what? We're just they're, they're not butting in the league no more. Let's we'll 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 not pay any attention to that. We'll <laughs> do the other things, and that's what their team looks like right now. They can't do anything in terms of manufacturing, and so you know maybe maybe Aaron has a point. Chris, what do you think about yes. this whole bunting thing? Um, I didn't think a whole lot of anything that Steinbrenner said there. What I did think about was something completely different. Could you just play a little clip of this for me again? Any part of it will do. Just play any part of the clip. Reopen it. Hold on for a okay. second. Hold on, hold on. All right, on. you closed it down that fast. Yeah, everybody, listen carefully to this. All right. We Just... do in player development is you know try to evolve with the game. Bunting is less. All right, that's Larry David pretending to be George Steinbrenner <laughs> on Seinfeld. <laughs> good, good call. It's exactly his voice. <laughs> it's the exact voice he used on Seinfeld. That's all I could think of as I heard that clip. I, 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 I'm I, going to just let Tony answer the all meat right. of the question, and I'll go with that. I didn't know that was a Steinbrenner thing to sound annoyed, but he definitely sounded I mean, every time annoyed. you typically have heard, you know, especially from the OG Steinbrenner, he was typically irritated about something. <laughs> all the time. He used the media, I mean, to, a lot of times to get his point across to whether it was his manager or whether it was players. Mm. Number three. The James Madison football team is continuing its push to be eligible for the postseason. The Dukes are 9-0 and and in control of the Sun Belt's East Division at 6-0. and However, JMU is ineligible to compete in the Sun Belt title game because it's in its second year at the top level of college football. This morning, the school sent the NCAA a letter asking again for the governing body to allow the school to be fully eligible for the postseason. And because it's not eligible for the postseason, James Madison cannot be considered by college, the college football playoff committee for its weekly top 25. Now, don't worry. They wouldn't have been considered anyway. So The highest-ranked group of five team in the committee's rankings at the end of the season automatically qualifies for a New Year's Six Bowl game. Uh, Chris, you're up. Should JMU get a pass? They're probably better than Michigan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> well, they are in basketball, right? Or they beat Michigan State in basketball. Uh, why are they not getting considered they're, because they're too new? They yeah, just moved to the moved. division. Yeah. yeah, which they're dominating. It's usually the other way. It takes schools a little bit. It seems to get like going. really, it's a really stupid rule. They're about the third or fourth team in a row that's advanced to Division One and been dominant right away. I feel like UAB did this. Not yeah, that long somebody ago. else uh, did it. Yeah, I, teams at Coastal Carolina, I think, did it. You, you seem to move up. You go eleven and zero, and you don't get anything. You don't even get to go to a bowl game. I, look, but you can N- transfer to a different school and play within the same year. Yeah, the NCAA has so many stupid rules. This is just, <laughs> you know, another in a long line. I, Yes, I guess I think they should be considered. I mean, think of how much money this is costing them. If they were an automatic New Year's Six-day game because they were the highest-ranked group of five school, that's a huge difference from where, you know, where they're going to wind up, which is nowhere. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they have a right to... You know, I think they even have a right to bring it into my courtroom. Really? Which I don't normally allow. No, I thought but this was going to be throw it out. This is a lot of money. 
There's a lot of money that they're being uh, kept away from here, mm. potentially. Tony, should JMU get a pass? No. Wow. There's presidents for this, too. All right. We, we've seen. Dude, Tony, says, Tony shuts it down. Yeah, we, There's a Karen over there. Tony shuts it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen to you. Um, I, 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 I think it's a stupid rule, first. But. There already have been some teams that have lost out on all this money that they could have yeah, gotten. So that would be your defense. I, I mean, in court. so I'd listen to that. At some point, <laughs> the NCAA is just going to have to change the rule because of right now. Right. As long as you got the rule, that's what you got. That's what you got. So. You know that when you apply to become a Division One member. That's a too. good point too. Right. It's not like they just put it in after you applied. Right. They, they, you knew this. This was going to be the case. And I that, think my final ruling is I'm going to allow it in the courtroom, but you're going to lose. <laughs> There you go. You're going to lose. Yeah. Just be prepared to lose. Yeah. Number two. Someone mentioned on the stream, Dominic did, about uh, Steinbrenner sending George out for his calzones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> George for the calzones. <laughs> he had to Seinfeld. eat that like 27 days in a row, and George finally got tired of it. <laughs> uh, we've talked about it. We've been annoyed by it at times. But in the game between the Commanders and the Patriots on Sunday, I may have seen the worst roughing the passer penalty yet. I reposted this video on X at Matt Scravey, but fans are upset, and I don't blame them because I've asked before, and I will ask again, should roughing the passer penalties be subjected to the expedited review the NFL now has in place, Tony? Yes. Oh. I do. This this call in particular has, can be so impactful when it's when it's used, especially late in the game, automatic first down. Seems automatic. like they only call it on third and long it, it, in a tie game right? late do- in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it doesn't seem to happen any other time. I know, and so I think that it does need. I think that and the targeting calls when you get ejected, those should be a part of the expedited uh, review process. Review process. I, yeah. I think so. It's just there's too much of an impact on these games on these particular calls, and it. Obviously, because it's third and long, you're going to have a better shot at the quarterback. I just think you need to be 100% accurate if you're going to make this call. You're right, because it's changing games. Yep. Chris, what do you think? Should they review yeah, this? Yeah, I think the same, and I think they got to put pass interference in that there, That one too. Might, is coming along pretty good. But quick. I thought yeah. they already did that, and it failed. Well, well they gave they the, the get it back challenge, now, right? Yeah, they've got better technology, number one. Number two, put it on a rule like something over 25 yards. I still hate it when a team just chucks the ball 70 yards downfield and hopes for a pass and somebody defense. trips and runs into a receiver. Yeah, I mean, that is annoying. That's that is a game changer right there and that's very tough to handle. That is tough to handle. Number 1. All right, this is just a random question I thought about in the break, but uh I was talking to a friend recently about like cuz I really think that I could Take one hit from like an Aztec no, football player. You could not. Like I'm carrying. First the of all, ball. why are you why are you singling out the Aztec football player? Oh no, it's not. What about like Alabama? That. Alabama, sure. Okay. I, I right. would probably die either in either way, but I think I could take the hit. No shot. I'm I'm a solid human. Well, wait being. a minute. If you die. Can we act, honestly say that you took the hit? I took the hit. No, no. You didn't survive you didn't the hit. Survive. You got to actually survive. I don't think the we hit. can give you credit for surviving the hit if you die. Now, one of us has already done this, but I'm going to ask you guys this, and Chris, you're up first. Would you take a fastball to the back, 
A hit from a safety over the middle. Would you rather take a charge in basketball or get checked into the boards in this hockey? This is easy. Uh, I'll take the charge. You take the charge in basketball? Yeah, I can kind of. scary. I can lean back and out of the way a little of that. A fastball in the middle like of the Like LeBron back. coming full speed at you? I can take that. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. What give are you me, taking? Give me the fastball in You the want back. the fastball? Well, yeah. you've had it. That's yeah, yeah. why. I, I, know that, I know what that feels like. Yeah. Taking LeBron to the chest, like full-on chest. Like a hit from Ed Reed, too. Oh, he's going. What, he's the, like, the Ed Reed hit wasn't even in consideration. <laughs> <laughs> that was not in consideration. Human torpedo, I'm good. I don't need that. Yeah. All right. That's it for the Big Five. When we get back, we are going to update you on the Padres managerial search next. 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.